point. I think that's so, one of the only things we argued about. Yeah, but like, but it would it would take her to the next emotional level. You can't kill the dog. Well, I I'm not surprised that Jane wanted to kill the dog. That does not surprise me one bit. It doesn't. Oh man. So so what even happened last night, guys? I mean, what what was going on? Why were you guys? Why were you guys up at like three in the morning? Why was I up at three in the morning? Yeah, why were you up? I was sound asleep. I was up, but nobody came and got me. So (laughs) we looked. I didn't see you act because I was grabbing anybody I knew who was active, so that I could just throw everybody online and we could have a a late night with spilling ink. And Rebecca sends me this note. You there? I got it this morning. I'm looking at it like nine o'clock this morning. I'm like, (laughs) she doesn't really know me that well. Two o'clock in the morning Eastern time. I'm dead to the world. (laughs) 99.9% 99.9% of the time. There's not one percent. And that was not last night. Uh, <laughs> I, In my I, defense, it was 11.30 when we started, so it wasn't that late. Uh, well, 11.30 Western time. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Julia says oh, that we aren't on That's YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube? Yeah. Let me check our channel. It looks like we are. It yes, it's live now. says yeah, we're live. It's got a little delay too, right? So there's always yeah. a little bit of a delay. Yeah, I don't know why I was up so late. I it's like my ambient didn't kick in right, and I, I couldn't fall asleep, and so I was just like wandering around the house. Everybody else is sleeping, and I open the computer, and then you Yahoo's are on there talking. I'm like, what the hell? Well, it was probably only like midnight for you, but that was that was late for me. Oh goodness, goodness gracious! Well. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spilling Ink. I am the Balden Bard. I should have added an E-N. That would have rolled off my tongue better. Um, and I am one of your beautiful hosts tonight. But I do want to say that this show is sponsored by Creative Edge Publicity. Creative Edge, your brand, your future. They are advocates of collaboration and believers in partnership in the ever-changing literary industry. Now, I know that sounded a little goofy, but uh, we honestly do love Creative Edge. They are amazing. They've made it possible for us to have this great video platform and for us to have the audio podcast, um, which I did not update uh, last week. Katie, I will update the audio podcast uh, post haste. Um, but so we are very grateful uh, that uh, Creative Edge sponsors this show and makes it all possible. And we have got the dream team tonight. I, I, you, you can't get much better than, than Joe Compton and I, really, you, you can't, um, the, the dream team right there. Joe, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, sir. Thank you good. for having me. Yeah. Well, we, we always love having you. I wish, I wish that Joe could be on every show with us, actually. He is the godfather. He is. He is. Yes. Now I'm picturing him like an, and Godfather Three, where he walks into the room, and oh wait, no, no, he didn't orchestrate that. That the bad guy did, and then the helicopter comes in and shoots everybody, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Boy, it's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah, that's right. No, you're right. That's that he's, was he's, what happened. He's the head of the in family. You know what's funny too is like so when I was looking at the vodkas, we were just talking about um, the, the different vodkas and stuff. So I was in the vodka aisle looking for that espresso one. And they have a Don Corleone vodka. I almost got it. I almost got it just for the Godfather thing. And and, and I was like, well, hopefully it tastes good, number one. But then I looked at the price and I was like, nah, it was 50 bucks. So, oh. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, they have to send the profits straight back to Sicily. So, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your rackets. <laughs> So, did you guys all see my bare chest last night on the show? I heard. I haven't watched the show, but I've heard. Oh, my Lord. I do not know. <laughs> I, heard something about, I heard something about little nipples or something like that. I have very small nipples. I do. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, guys, what are we going to talk about tonight? This is kind of a... This is a bad group for being serious, I, I think. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think we need to be. <laughs> uh, well, no, I think got... we're all going a bit crazy. Yes, 
Yes. <laughs> how, how is everybody handling being locked at home? Well, going to the grocery store to buy eggs was pretty much like a, a vacation. Like I actually looked forward to it. Like, something's not right. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was tempted, I say tempted, to do yard work today, which is, <laughs> is kind of a laughable thing, but <laughs> I didn't. It was too cold. <laughs> I, went, I went out, I'm like, oh, it's not sunny and it's kind of chilly. Like, have fun with the, <laughs> yeah. spreading the mulch. Bye. Yeah, it's, pour, it's pouring rain here, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. I it's can't. It's later. I was, I was gonna start going out and doing like walks or little jog or something just to get some exercise, but it's pouring rain, so mm -hmm. that didn't happen today. We actually had a couple of our neighbors, you know, in the six feet radius circle, just standing at the road talking today. So it was like, oh, human interaction face to face, <laughs> six feet apart face to face. Somebody actually, somebody actually asked the person behind me in the supermarket what the blue tape meant, and, <laughs> and the gal literally looked at him and goes, "Are you fucking serious?" Sorry for embarrassing, but That's okay. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she, are, you, are you are you serious? You don't know <laughs> what's going on in our world right now? Oh my gosh! I swear, people don't. There's a lot of acting like it's just vacation time. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Do I, do I know Amanda? Guys, has Amanda been on the show before? Uh, no, no. Katie, I, Jane. You know, my, my brain is fuzzy from all this no. staying inside. <laughs> Amanda, if you haven't been on the show before, I, I feel like you should you should come on the show mm -hmm. because you always comment and, and we like you. Mike, my, my, for every in every supermarket now, they have six feet taped off so that because you have to be six. The, the whole thing for social distancing is six feet. Yeah. So they're so they're tape on the floor. There's these little blue tapes that are on the floor, and they're six feet apart. Apparently, six yeah. feet apart. I don't think they're six feet apart. I think that's, I think that's probably modest. But, uh, but uh, they 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 have them all laid out like that. And every every line, every supermarket line I've been in so far that has them. So now, yeah. Joe, you're in in California, so you're in the most lockdown of all the states right now, yeah, as far I as this group goes. And I'm in the most affected county in California as well, Santa Clara oh, wow. County. So more people the, die here than any other place. So at the supermarkets, do they have the um, the, the glass enclosure for the checker checkout yes. people? Yeah, my, my son was telling me about that because he's he works at the local grocery store here, and he said, "Yeah, yeah they have them at the 7-Elevens now too." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, Great. "I can't." He can't touch the bags that people bring in. They have to bag their own stuff, and yeah. they can't touch the cards. They have gloves on now, so that, I mean, that surprised me too. Because we had that happen at our grocery store. The the bag looked at us and went, "I'm sorry, you have to bag your own grocery." That's quite all right. It's all good. No worries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, and everybody's been so pleasant. Like yeah. all of the people working in the grocery stores, everybody's yeah. been so nice, so kind, so helpful. But you can tell the, the strain that they're under. Oh, yeah. yeah I, stopped, I stopped doing self-checkout just to go into the line. I'll wait a little bit longer because I, I think it's, you know, I'm a big gratitude guy. And so anytime that I can give gratitude, I, I, I try my hardest to do that. And so when I, I will wait in a line that has an actual teller in it to just say thank you to them. For, yeah. For being there and doing that, yeah. They, yeah. Everyone I've I've met while out has just been being so cool through all this, even though you know they're they're really really stressed. You know, I sure. actually I had to go to um to Best Buy today to pick up a I, I hardwired the the computer in. I I remember talking to you guys about that last night while I was yeah. all ambient up, but I hardwired <laughs> the computer in because I was getting such bad signal down here, and so I needed a little converter because it's a Mac and. Um, you know, so what you do with Best Buy is you order it online and then you drive up and then they, they come out and bring it to you and drop it in your car. But, you know, there's this huge line of people and these, these poor guys that, that work there trying to keep everything straight, trying, trying to keep everything going. And they're, they're being really pleasant about it, but you can just tell, I mean, they're, they're working their asses off. I mean, all, all of these guys are. Yeah, in the in the area where my daughter lives, there's a Best Buy, and my son and his girlfriend went there because she needed a headset for to work remotely. Mm. They 
took their cell phone number, made them go wait in the car, and then texted them when that was time to come in. They were only letting like five customers in at a time. Wow. So I was like, wow. And we're in Connecticut. So, you know, where Joe is, yeah. at least we're in northern Connecticut, not southern Connecticut. Actually, in LA, they're doing that. They're, late, they're, they're only letting, they're like 10 in at a time, but they have yeah. them all lined up outside outside of the store. And they, yeah. have, they have security mm -hmm. guards who are, you know, it's like going into a, a club or, a, mm -hmm. you know, you feel yeah, like you have to get through the velvet line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for that celebrity to try and break into the line in LA. You know, like the Beverly Hills farmers market or the Beverly Hills um, uh, Whole Foods. He walked walks out. What? You don't know who I am? You know, I, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for yeah. that news footage. Combining yeah. that with Michael's comment right here, I'm thinking like velvet rope at Dollar Tree and yeah. people getting ready to have a fist fight and not being let in. <laughs> What do you mean I'm not on the list? <laughs> <laughs> the bouncers letting the cute girls in, the ones that don't have the masks on. <laughs> oh, we just learned today that Michigan has uh, slid into fourth place. So we are the uh, fourth most affected state uh, by COVID. So that's something to be proud of. Um, yeah. I'm behind. It's like, that, it's, like that, um, it's like that old Parks and Rec episode where they, at the beginning of the episode, they're talking about how um, Pawnee, Indiana, is the third most obese state, mm -hmm. obese city in, in the country. And, and then, and then you see Aziz turn to the camera and goes, "We're coming for you, San Antonio." <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, good times. Good times we're in. So, oh, yeah. are you? Are you guys? Are you guys like reading anything? I mean, Katie, well, yeah. you, you, I know you're so busy all the time that you're you you always tell me you don't have time to read a whole lot. But is is anybody reading anything? Joe, it sounds like you're reading like the best book in the world right now. Yeah, pretty good, I have to admit, it's pretty good. And and I was I just looked looked where my place is. Life of Pets is the next story for me. No, so, Ooh, yeah, so yeah, so, uh, you're gonna yeah, I'm I'm reading Flutter of Darkness right now, and then uh, my next my next step will be to Mib's Doll series and and Rebecca series, who I've been waiting to read for a long time. And then eventually I'll get to Katie, and then I'll get to Katie and Jane series. I have all of these are all on my to be read list, so I've been waiting and waiting. And and then I just added Stacy's because she did such a great reading for me um, for this episode that I'm going to be releasing over the weekend, uh, probably hopefully tomorrow night. Which, um, is it, it her, over brief? her her poetry book or or no, her, it was a, her military black ops book scars okay okay it's the second book in the series so i'll probably get both of them i got the second one already but i'll i'll probably buy this the first one too just to see but she says in in the reading she says you could read it as a standalone so oh, uh, which is yeah and, and then i've and then, and then somehow some way i'm gonna mix in the first two first two Nell Bentley books that I've been dying to read because I absolutely loved Strangers by V.S. Holmes. I, I, that was amazing. I just book. bought the first one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I haven't read it yet, so I'm like, yes, I can finally read it. But then I, I got approved for a net galley for um, uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by uh, Victoria Schwab. So I was like, oh, well, I've got to read that too. So I, I've got... I've got reading going on now, which is, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's 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 awesome. I, I'm finally I'm I'm getting routine down, which is really nice about what what's going on now. Is is I've been able to do do work. You know, get I'm 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 starting to get closer to being ahead for the first time in my in my entire going the now career. I, I'm a, I'm I'm almost ahead in videos to the point where. I can actually read and write and do all things that, you know, uh, other things that interest me and on top of everything else. So, and then on top of that, spend time with my, with my wife who is quarantined with me. But other than that, that's, you know, which I make time for that no matter what, but you know. Hey Richard, how's it going? Oh, all three Furious Press books are on sale on the website? What? Yeah. I actually bought a copy of uh, my own book from the website to to ship to somebody else somewhere because I was like, I don't want to go to the post office. So. <laughs> you, didn't the, you, didn't the, you didn't do the signed thing that they had? What's that? 
they made they i did a thing i did a thing where um um rebecca had me sign it and then you can buy like my signature in one of the books yeah but i couldn't i couldn't find that option when i was ordering it and i had already been on ambien so it was like eh, whatever happens happens <laughs> all of your best ideas i want, I want to your amazon shopping list when you're on ambien yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> Why did I? Why did I order the fifteenth back scratcher that I have all of a sudden? Yeah, back scratchers. You know, those are good. That's good stuff. I love back scratchers. I could use yeah. a back. You know what? Let me get on Amazon real quick. Uh, no, you can't because go to Amazon. Non essentials take at least a month to get now. What? Yeah. What? Well, what are non essentials? I don't know. Uh, I don't know that's, that. that's kind of up in the air, but most everything, if you try and order on Amazon right now, is yeah, you know, I, I, uh, so we talked about this on my show. Uh, I think it was either this week or, or last week's show about, about the idea that Amazon was, was screwing indie publishers because they, it was part of the non-essential list. And I found ACX the list is screwing everyone over too. Well, I found the list on Publishers Weekly, and that's not the case. Any books are on the <laughs> list of essential items to be shipped. So yeah, though those still are, are shipping. What ACX is doing is remember how we would get audio codes to get yeah. out, and we would get paid for those. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah I'm just lot, that one out from. No, ACX. I, I have a I have a beef with ACX anyway because. My seven-year contract on a bunch of books ended, and I terminated that because it was a series with multiple people doing the series, and I don't want that anymore. So I terminated it, and that was in February. It's off all of sales, but I can't put those books back up on, on ACX to get new people because they've never undone the live things in ACX. So yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> As it was, you know, getting them to take it off or tell me that, oh, it's at the end of the month we do this. Even if it's like the first day of the month that your seven-year yeah. contract is and you wanted to do it, oh, we do it by the end of the month and we'll email you. Well, and, and I got the, my first email from them from a February 5th book on March 12th saying, oh, yeah, we've taken it down. Nope. So I just sent them an email. I said, so after a seven-year contract, if I canceled it, does that mean I can never do it on ACX anymore for, for in the future if I wanted one no, person? No, you, you can change narrators if you wanted to. You can go to Findaway Voices. Yeah. Well, I've heard a lot of people really like using Findaway Voices. So that Yeah. I'm I'm stepping. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, I may step away if the, if they don't clear these up for me. You know, well, uh, and and I'd love to get an idea from indies how well the audiobooks are moving because everyone's saying audio is the way to go, but are the majority of indies seeing audio as as lucrative as the ebooks? Because ebooks have always been the most lucrative for indies. I think it's not parallel. Yeah, well, I thought I think it was it was going that direction. I think it, uh, coming into this year, everybody was excited about audiobooks because Find a Way Voices was saying they were going to lower their rates and mm -hmm. also provide financial ways to get you know through it so that you could you could mm -hmm. do it with them, uh, which is basically they're going to show you how to do a Kickstarter is basically what that means. Mm -hmm. But but you know, um, so everybody was excited about that coming into this year. But I think. This whole thing has thrown everything to a skew. I think, I think right now, if you're not if you're not concentrating on ebooks, you're doing yourself a disservice because that's. I mean, Kindles has been uh, been backordered for near from week one of this. Have been yeah. backordered like three months because people yeah. are putting up all the Kindles to to have something to use to read, and people don't realize you could actually download it on your computer. But whatever. That's. I mean, if you don't want to read on your computer, I kind of understand that. But yeah, or your but, phone. Yeah, nobody really wants to do that. But yeah, I have, yeah. I have. I have it on all three. I have it on my phone. I have it on my computer, and I have a Kindle. But um, and I personally like my phone better, to be honest. Yeah. But um, that's what I've been reading Flutter on my phone. But um, but yeah, I think eBooks is is probably the is the thing that people should be concentrating on at least during this quarantine session. Right. And, and but I do think it's an opportunity for you to sit down and, and start developing in the audiobook, and that might be what a lot of people are doing. And so I've heard that's 
part of people's strategy is maybe yeah, figuring out how to do it on their own, right? So yeah. from Here's an a, another standpoint, it's about even with Amazon. My mine has been in the past, and sometimes the audiobooks have been more, even though the numbers are lower, the payout's been been a little higher. Sure. Because the payout for audiobook is, is a lot better because it's more expensive. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah, and, and we you get a very, very small portion of it, but still. <laughs> you know, now, here's if they're not gonna honor their contracts and do what they say, that's the problem. And I think I don't know how many how much long before seven years ago they were in business. But now, you know, now that I'm sitting here with with books that are out of contract, I can't, at least on ACX, get get somebody to do it. So it's very, yeah. very, very frustrating because yeah, they've been locked in, in as live and available. I'm like, it's not. Well, they just, a, lot of, a lot of the audio producers have stopped doing the um, royalty deals because they're just they're crap, you know. So, yeah. right. I mean, even if you're stuck for seven years, it doesn't. Hardly any of them make their money back, so mm -hmm. they they stopped doing. They they frowned upon. They've asked ACX to take it down. They've petitioned ACX to take it down. See, and that's why the, the audio code official because it was at least a little bit of of mm -hmm. income back to the producer and the author who, if, if you're doing a share like that, for getting the initial word out on the books. Yeah, right. and to remove that screws everybody over. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what you know what Amazon has been doing that kind of has screwing me over and pissing me off and initially it was a an email i got from my um from my boss I hear that that, <laughs> well i i can't remember um how sonics work how uh, sonnets work uh but i'll think about it julia i i will um but uh, a flutter of darkness the paperback is just not available on amazon you go to buy it and it, they say it's out of stock. There's zero copies left, and so people are getting a um, a cancellation uh, notice that they that they can't get it. Um, you you can buy it from a couple third party sellers. Like there's three used and two new available for twenty six dollars, um, or you can get it off Three Furies website. But I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I asked Rebecca about this, and she doesn't know either. So it's like. You know, I, I know that Lightning Source or whoever it is that does it has it, but um, that's yeah, that's the thing. Um, and I tell a lot of my my clients when I work with them about this, you go through Ingram, Ingram is, a, is a party where Amazon Amazon doesn't have any incentive to promote your book up in the front of the list. If you go through Ingram and then also take that same ISBN because it's yours. Right. Um, Amazon and you basically print through both of them because they're not publishing you, they're printing you. Mm -hmm. Then you avoid that double, uh, that issue of not being in stock because you are in stock with Amazon because you're going through them directly and also available third party. So it ends up happening. And I, this is one of the things that, that Jane and I went through where if somebody buys the book from Amazon, they think they're buying it from Amazon, but they're actually getting it because Amazon was out of stock from a third party. Then the reporting tends that. to get a little funky, but you avoid ever being out of stock if you do both. This is the yeah. this is this is the this is the crash of create space that created all this nonsense. Yeah, that's what happened. You know, they couldn't they create space when it crashed. They didn't give anybody any warning, any idea, and it just happened. I mean, every there was there were subtleties that people were saying, okay, it's going to close, it's going to close, it's going to close. But everybody thought that was kind of like. A wives' tale, you know, like 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 a myth, right? And then it just closed, and everybody's yeah. like, "Shit, it closed! What are we gonna do now?" And and Amazon didn't have an answer. Amazon just, I think they wanted to reward third-party sellers more. They, they prefer to do the affiliate program with third-party sellers because third-party sellers then, you know, pimp more Amazon. You know, obviously it's it makes it makes sense on their end, but for the indie and the artist. Who don't make any a, a single cent off of any of that? Right. They don't care. They they they're not they're not list, willing to listen. They don't have an ear for that. They they just have an ear for profit, and so, and that's just the way it is. And and I mean, it's their prerogative. It's their website. It's their it's their business. But I just think ultimately, I think in the end, because you have drafted digital, you have Ingram Spark, 
and they're all making strides and coming closer and closer to cracking the code. And then you're going to have bookstore.org, and you're going to have, you know, and Smashwords is revamping their whole thing. Uh, you know, and, and and I mean, obviously, Smashwords probably is on the on the tail end of all that. They're way behind. But right. but everybody else with like DDD and and Ingram Spark, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna unseat Amazon at some point, even even if it's collectively, and Amazon's gonna be wondering what the hell happened, right? Because you can't listen to the creators. You listen to, you listen to the dollar, and and that, that'll only get you so far. And I really feel that way. I, I think ultimately, I think it, I mean it's it's twenty years now, but still, yeah, you know, ultimately somebody's going to come up with a better system to pay the creator and, and the creator is going to be appreciative of that. And I think this, this whole uh, quarantine has, has made people more appreciate the artists out there because a lot of the artists are, are what, who's entertaining everyone who's going stir crazy. Um, Let me talk to, to Julie's point right here. said the problem she found was that the quality of KDP printing was an issue. I have noticed that, and back in the Create Space days, there was similar printing issues. All of them have slightly different um, like ink thicknesses or or how the, the printers run. And I was finding a lot of times when I was doing uh, certain fonts with books, they would print beautifully with one, and then if I would duplicate it and print it at a different printer, I would get almost unreadable light so i had to change up all of the bands i was using for formatting compensate for all of these print issues and and that changed how i had to look at doing formatting for clients going forward because every single one is different and you want it to be as as similar as possible and result when people do use multiple platforms and people don't realize typesetting is an art form it is something that you have to do to 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 create a, i mean people don't understand that these are printed on four grids and I, my dad, my dad worked in the printing press most of my life. So I got to actually clean rollers, mm -hmm. summertime jobs and stuff. But so I kind of have an idea of how printing presses work. And I know that most of these are digital now, but, but still, even in the digital format, they have to do it by fours. So you have to have blank pages. You have to have certain things where you have to divide it and make sure that mm -hmm. it, it comes out even and, and typesetting is a real, it's a, it's a real pain. If you don't know how to do it, and I think I think that also contributes to why books look bad is because people don't understand the typesetting as aspect of it. And, and a lot of what I end up dealing with clients is is customer education to explain to them when they want certain things done why I cannot make this happen in the exact way you want. There's mm -hmm. only so much I can do to make this many words fit on this tiny little page you're giving me. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of of I'm doing a book for clients because I've got to make sure that they understand what the limitations are between print and digital, because digital is a whole different beast. And people look at the print book and go, oh, I love this. And I go, okay, I can't get this exact same thing presented on a digital screen because there's no actual page on your digital screen. You have reflowing text, depending on if you're looking at a phone, looking at a computer screen or a tablet, it's going to look different on every device. And so there, there's of having to teach people as you do it. Richard's point is really. Know. Richard's point is really great. Richard's point back there. What's that's a really great point. But not only that, but Ingram takes the time to actually use four colors and eight colors, and they and they DP, their DPI is better. Uh, so everything about Ingram is 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 about quality for them, and so they quality check and quality check. And yeah, some things don't come out right because you have bleeds or whatever. That's just going to happen, but. Ingram's covers. If you if you put a, an Ingram cover up against a, a Create Space cover, you can tell the difference almost instantaneously. Yeah, they, I mean, you can you know they they've been doing that for a very long time, um, you know, and they know what they're doing. And you know, of course, you you get uh, problems now and again. Uh, you know that the first batch I ordered in of of Flutter, there was one that was you know damaged, but it looked like it was. It was damaged when it was packaged and shipped, kind of thing. It wasn't a printing issue, you know. Oh, it, don't get me started on on Amazon's shipping. Oh my oh. god, <laughs> so inconsistent. <laughs> I got six packages when I ordered the the book one our series, and by the time the rest of them came in, it was one big box with a few pieces of bubble wrap. Oh my god. 
it's, it's ridiculous. Oh. So I have an important thing that I want to bring up here. Who has been watching the Tiger King? The what now? We get really on this thing. Have none of you watched the Tiger King? I no. won't. I won't I'll, do it. I can't. I'll, I can't watch Joe, something like that. Joe, 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 Joe. I, let me let me just tell you, from someone who does not like watching things like that, my my wife put it on because she loves those things. I was enthralled it was like i it was like an out-of-body experience and i couldn't stop myself from watching all of them you you have got I'm to really watch happy. it i'm really happy for dog the, i'm really happy for dog the bounty hunter now that he's found a new gig but <laughs> well well you know the 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 funny thing is and and the what what she told me to finally sell me on sitting down with her to watch it is that uh, my friend Rick actually owns a zoo in Florida in, uh, in the Panhandle, and he knows some of these characters. Like, he's told me stories about hanging out with some of these people before. And so I'm watching this whole thing, praying that I don't see him on here anywhere. And thank God, thank God I didn't see him on there. But but holy shit, man, guys, you, you'll you be so happy when you, when you watch that. It'll just, it'll make you feel so much better about everything in your Are life. Are the Trumps on it? <laughs> What's that? Are the Trumps on it? Trumps? Yeah, are they in it at all? No, they're sadly not in it. No. I heard, the, I heard, I heard the Undertaker was a part of it, or he like he pimped for the the guy once, or something like that. He did a commercial for the guy once, or something. There was there was a a, a famous wrestler guy, but I yeah. don't know anything about wrestlers, so I didn't. So know. it was the Undertaker, probably. His name is okay. Mark Callis. He's okay. a big, tall dude. Looks like a biker. Maybe they there was a lot of biker looking dudes in the okay. show, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the wrestling world, he's getting a lot of heat for that right now. He's getting a lot of crap for, for uh, and he's he's one he's he's like one of the most well respected, you know, um, incredibly gifted. He's fifty five and he's still doing it, you know. Uh, wow. Which you know he's not doing it all that great, but he's still doing it. Um, and he's he's probably one of the most well-respected wrestlers in, in the history of all-time wrestling. In wrestling, not just as a wrestler, but as a person and a backstage presence. He's he's been the glue that's held the locker room together and has been doing things like that for decades. And and to, for people to find out that he's part of this, it, it was real shocking to a lot of people. Well, I'll tell you what. No, I mean because I'm sure you guys have seen memes because there are many amazing memes um and some of the memes are about uh singing country songs but i gotta tell you the fucking tiger king can sing <laughs> holy shit i mean the songs are terrible but you listen and you're like oh my god he's he's got a voice like a freaking country angel <laughs> so, it's it's something man <laughs> And he's and he's trying to bring the mullet back, which I appreciate. Oh, you know what? Yeah, and and the unironic mullets that are <laughs> happening these days. I I think it's like a it's like a pseudo reality show, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like a scripted reality show kind of thing, right? Well, the the thing is, is is the Tiger King had hired somebody a, a reality TV. They were going to make a movie, right? What's that? They were going to make a movie about him or something. I, like that, I right? think that's what they were doing. It was a movie, a documentary, you know. And but so they they end up using all of this footage in it, and so the footage is great because the guy is right there in the middle of all of this shit. <laughs> it is just it, it just some of the things that are said. You're like, wow, I didn't know that a human would actually say that where other people are listening. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyhow, guys. Yeah, please just at least you watch might, the you first might, episode. Just sold me. I might actually check it out. Oh, Joe, you just oh, after, right, after, right. after the after the second season of Russian Doll comes out, that's that's my that's that's my only binge right now is Russian mm -hmm. Doll. So um, I'm 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 almost done with the first season, and the second season is supposed to be coming out here in like a couple weeks. So I'm excited about that. But that's nice. a really great show. If anybody's never seen that, it's it's an incredible show. But I haven't did you seen hear it. there was a, a rumor that Mulan was going to end up being dreamed? Since it missed its release date, well, yeah, I, there's a lot of movies that are getting um, shelved right now, or, or talking about just VODing it. You know, um, there's been talk that Wonder Woman may get a VOD because they don't know how long they can wait to, to release. What does VOD mean? A video on demand. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like birds of prey and, and, <laughs> and oh yeah, my, my daughter is bloodshot. There's that, there's that one movie. Um, what what's what's the one movie that uh, Mike helped me out? You were talking about the other day. There was a movie that was supposed to come out. It was like a pseudo superhero movie. Bloodshot. Uh, Yes, thank you. And that, yeah. that they they went the VOD route. They decided yeah, to just release it on. All of the wild went went that way too because that was the, the new on the well. went what? straight to, to streaming. What, Katie? Onward. That one went straight to streaming. Oh cool. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. kids like that. Yeah. Birds of Prey. I, I my daughter was so happy that released because she loved that movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to do Birds of Prey or, or Bloodshot, you know, next, because we did Call of the Wild, because so, he, he's not a big superhero fan. Russian Doll is a series about a girl who keeps reliving this night that she keeps having. Uh, uh, it's Groundhog's Day with, with, with a very, very wicked twist. Okay. And basically, she keeps reliving this night where she keeps dying. And she, yep. she's trying to figure out how to not die. And every time something else happens to make her die. And so it's all about her trying to live to the next day. And, yeah. and, and it's it becomes this it becomes this mission. And there's some weird weird shit involved with it. And there's some funky stuff that happens that that is it's not explained in the trailer or in the in, in what I'm talking about because I don't want to give it away. But it's very, very intricate and very interesting. And I was I I was I was I was actually turned on to it last night for the first time, and I watched three episodes back to back to back because I couldn't. I, I was like, "Wow, I gotta keep watching this. This is so cool." <laughs> okay, awesome. No, it's Natasha not Leone, and it's it's Amy Poehler. Amy, and actually, what's ironic is the gal who created it. I actually interviewed her at Slam Dance for another thing she did at Slam Dance, but yeah, that's but 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 she uh, but her and Amy Poehler created the series with Natasha Leone, oh. and Natasha Leone is the star. So cool. Hey Joe, I've got you know, Sorry, this is going to totally shift tracks here in, in just a second. I got to address Rebecca real quick. Rebecca, what is your husband trying to say to me? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. She says my my husband is talking to you out loud. But what is he trying to say? She never followed up on this. I, I don't know. I, I I feel really unfulfilled, Rebecca. That's that's not very nice. I, I hope she um, has us on the TV because yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, you know, Rebecca, you got to take me to completion here with what he said. Well, while we're waiting for that on the lines of what you were talking about, Katie, not only is the things that have already been put in the can being pushed back, but you have to think about the next phase of Marvel Universe not being able to film right now. When they had this whole schedule laid out for and DC too, all that they have and, and Disney Plus, they have all these things that they've scheduled out to, to release at certain times. They're not going to be able to do it now because they they're not doing the productions. Right. And here's a question, babe. You might be able to answer because a lot of the post production work is where the time is involved, right? Right. If they've already gotten most of their shots done, post production could still be working on, wouldn't they? Sure, because so they can their do timeline. So their timeline may not be as back as we think it is because a lot of work may have already been done, uh, at least the film work. But what hasn't been, obviously, yeah, that's going to take a good two, three months. I mean, could they, can we do it for Because a lot of the a lot of the shows are stopping because of post production can't go into the offices. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got like all the daily shows and all the the nighty, you know, comedians doing everything from their home. They're still getting out of the the extra stuff to with their webcam versions of themselves. So right. there's a lot that can be done at home. <laughs> what are you doing to that train? <laughs> Jason, you're freaking me out. Playing up what Rebecca said to him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Joe, this this may be a dumb question, um, but you know my memory is is shit. Um, do you know anything about documentaries? Yeah. Documentary filmmaking. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to know? Well, I, I I need to know lots of stuff, much more than we want to talk about on Spilling Ink. But um, okay, I was just wondering. I mean, did you? Were you, because I know you worked and did a little bit of work in film. What did you do? I've not. I've only made narratives. I've never made a documentary. I've worked with people who've made documentaries. I've talked to people who've made documentaries. I've, 
I know how they're made. I just, I haven't had a subject that I wanted to cover for a documentary, so I haven't explored that world yet. But, but what what is what is your role? Are you kind of the the producer? Are you behind a camera? What do you do? I've done a lot of things. Um, I, most of the things I've done were my own things that I wrote, directed, and produced myself. Um, and um, and then I helped other people produce, like helped young younger filmmakers produce some stuff when I lived in Denver for a while. And then and then when I came here, I did that for a bit. Um, I, I've done I've done script work where I've script doctored scripts and like people send me versions of scripts and I rewrite them or rewrite certain spots of them or or help people figure out where you know where they're stuck kind of thing kind of like what an editor does for our books you know uh, which is ironic that I can't do that for my own book but I can do that for somebody else's script oh here um, here <laughs> You but, uh, somebody else's stuff. <laughs> right, yeah, it's easier. I don't know why, but but yeah, and um, I, I've I've worked as a script supervisor, which is the person who takes all the notes that so that like when a scene stops at a certain point, I, I'll know exactly where the hand is, so that we can start the next scene where with their hand in the same position, and because oh, nice. things aren't shot in sequence in film. So they have a it's it's a continuity editor basically. I keep track of all of the little things that make the make make it so that we're not missing a beat if when they edit it together. Okay. Well, so, I, and I've done editing too. So I, I of course I shoot. Uh, I, you know I produce all of my own shows and edit my own shows. So. Yeah. But I'm gonna. I'm I'm going to touch base with you at a, at another time about a super ah. secret project that I'm that I'm working on right now that. It, it might be a project that takes me a year, but I, I want to try to... Most documentary, much. most good ones do take a couple years. So. Yeah, I'll try to get as much knowledge as I as I can um, going into it. But yeah, no, let's go. No, it, I was I, I was actually hired as... Ooh, yeah. I'm like, you got to put that up there. <laughs> <laughs> Only you, Rebecca. That's Only like you. Funny. I have to worry about that. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know, I was actually hired as an as a um, as a paid extra for a Fifty Cent film. The, nice. the rapper Fifty Cent. Mm -hmm. He made a a movie where he was a college football player who was uh, dying of cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and if you watch in some of these stadium football scenes, you'll see a photographer with a big old lens moving around, following him, and that was me. Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And you got paid uh, for that. I yeah, I did get paid for that. Man, God dang, that was a long day too, man. When you're on oh, set, yeah. oh. God. Yeah, that's the thing people don't realize is that these things are not—they're not done with with a certain efficiency. They're, no. done with, they're done with they're done with malice and and hatred. Most of the <laughs> Speaking of malice and hatred, how how bad editing or reading the the next show? Um, not bad at all. I, I, I found it pretty fluid. I, I you know, I obviously took out the parts where you guys stumble, which for a couple, but amateur. And like I was telling you off air, that whenever Jane stumbled, you didn't stumble, and whenever you stumbled, Jane didn't stumble. So I was able to 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 match it very See, easily. We work well together. We do. We, we work yeah, well. Did really well, and. And I did a couple of neat things that I hope you guys really like, but oh, um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, certain things where I match the audio and well, you know, we'll we'll leave it for a surprise for everybody. But um, but yeah, I uh, I really I, I found it fun. I, I I'm thinking about maybe I should ask more people to do stuff like this because it's really easy. <laughs> But well, yeah. we started it, we're like, should we read this? Should we practice? Nah, let's just this do it. Is good. <laughs> so I made her go first. So mine was actually a little <laughs> get halfway through it, and there's like a paragraph. I couldn't say it just to save my life. I couldn't say it. And I'm like, God damn it, Joe, please edit this. What's funny is the reason I started doing this for this for this particular segment is because I started to really like like when I, whenever I, whenever I listen to some, that's what got me Flutter. I was, I, when Jason did his reading for Flutter and I was putting the visuals to it, I was like, Ooh, this is creepy. Ooh, this is creepy. It was and really I, good. I like that. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, Ooh, I, I think I'm going to really like this, this book. So, so, and, and um, that's what I hope with other people is they, they can hear this and they, they start, they understand 
why they should pick it up and why they like it. But you know, well, I, I don't know if that always translates. But I, you know, I from you, you always will get one sale because I will pretty much almost guarantee you buy the book after I listen to you read it. So thank you. Well, and it's the a readings lot of, are a good thing. They, they are. I don't, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. You're, I, you're I was just going to say, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, um, LeVar Burton had put out a, a shout out that trying to readings and, and didn't want copyright issues. And then Neil Gaiman immediately was like, no, you can have all my books. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah, was I'm awesome. Like, like for and then, and then that night you put out like four readings and I was like, holy crap, LeVar, you're, you're a machine, dude. Yeah, he's an animal. We all grew up reading Rainbow. I mean, yeah, yeah he's a god. <laughs> yeah, yep. Well, and a lot of people are, are doing things like that and not just celebrities, but I'm seeing a lot of of authors just on my Facebook feed that are that are reading chapters out of their books and yeah, I, Mike, Michael Evan has done a really good thing. He runs the fantasy and sci-fi. Um, um, I don't know society, I guess you call it. Um, and he he has a lot of authors under his thumb. He PAs for a lot of those authors, and he also he just gathers authors, just gathers them up because he loves fantasy and sci-fi, and he's got them reading all weekend long. I think Anita's a part of that, if I'm not mistaken. That's um, so cool. But but he, every every hour I watched Andy Pelquins yesterday and um and then somebody I just met on my show, I watched hers, E. G. Stone. Um I watched hers too. Thanks, Sam. It's pretty cool. It's 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 um it's pretty cool what he's doing. It's all weekend long too, so Hmm. That's awesome. Mickey reached out to us. I don't know if you guys saw his email oh, about yeah. trying to arrange a, a day long thing and, and I didn't want to confirm or deny because it was a day full uh, of recording and I didn't know if we were gonna be available for that kind of a thing. But it's yeah. not a bad idea. No, it's it's not Cat. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Cat, oh. I have all his authors read on your show you just something like that yeah like just a day-long read-a-thon with all the authors and, and that cool idea it's just the logistic end of it has to be factored because it is yeah. you know making sure the connections all day making sure that you can people um to log and you, in and you have to uh, i i will say this about reading that that's super important for people out there who are looking at at, at doing stuff like this you have to set guidelines you have to set a time limit. You have to set a period limit because people will take advantage of that and they'll read the longest chapter in the book that they could possibly read. and Or they'll read a, a, a short chapter and go, can I read a longer chapter because I've read a short chapter? I mean, there's all kinds of things that people try to do to do that. And uh, I get it. Hey, you try you get an opportunity like this, you want to take advantage of it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying if for somebody who's going to do that every day, all day long, if, if I'm listening to a book, and this guy's reading a 50 page chapter and then the next guy reads a four page chapter and then the next guy reads a 50 page. That's a long day, you know, for, for a viewer. I don't know. I would tune in for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, and it's, it's just, it's so much time to fill and it's not so much time to fill for the guests because he wants no. to have a lot of his guests on, but you know, there are only three of us, you right. know, and you know, I think he was talking about doing like a eight or 10 or 10 hour day. And I'm like, that's that's a huge time commitment, and I, I think it would be really cool, but we would not only would we be having to tag team it, you know, one host at a time so that people are getting breaks, but I think that we need a couple more of us just to make it work. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, you know, um, I just don't, I don't know that I have enough hours in the day to be able to, to do that, but I do like the idea, you know. I, I think that I would, I would love to set up you know, if he if he wanted to do something or, or if Mickey's uh, clients want to do something where, you know, even if we did something every evening, we have someone on to read a chapter or two of their book and, and talk about it for 10 minutes. And and then that's it. And and then the next day it's somebody new. But well, that's but, what was so cool about the Raven. The Raven was that exact thing. I loved yeah. it. I loved that idea. I love <laughs> the idea. And, and I would imagine you have to tell people that you, you only have a certain amount of time to read and because we're going to talk afterwards. Right. So, yes, yes. And, and, you know, actually everyone was, was really good about that. You know, I just told people five to 10 yeah, minutes. I mean, and what you, yeah. what you tell people there's a parameter, people are usually really good about it. Yeah. And, and even, and even if they go over, they go, Hey, I went a little over, but feel free to edit if you want, mm -hmm. you know, and usually if they tell me that I'll usually keep it in a little bit longer, but mm -hmm. 
that, that's the trick everybody who's whoever's going to read for me if you do that there i just gave away his trade secret but <laughs> but uh, because I, I think that's i mean if you're going to be polite about it and be nice about it i'm totally i'm going to totally help you out but yeah. but you know i mean I've I, I've had like people give me like a full chapter read which is like 30, 30 minutes long, mm-hmm. and I go, dude, I have to cut this. I'm sorry. And they're like, they're like, they're like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I figured you would just take the best five minutes you want out of it. It's yeah. hard. Uh, people are cool about that. I, cool. you know, nobody's nobody's giving me grief about it yet. So well, and when you're doing a, I because I, I consider I consider your shows, Joe, to be highly produced shows. Yeah. Um, when when you're doing your setups. Um, and, and, and I really love that. But I think that what many viewers and listeners don't realize, and they don't have to, um, yeah. is the incredible amount of work that goes into creating a highly produced show. Sure. Um, I, I recorded a show yesterday morning or the, the morning before. That's the reason I hardwired my computer this time. Um, and everything went beautifully. Connection was perfect. And I went, I went back to watch through and do some minor edits, and my connection was so bad that I, you, you couldn't hear me. So I had to go back and fucking voiceover myself over this. <laughs> Luckily, it damn... was you, not the guest. That's that's a that's a luck. You lucked out on that one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it had been the guest, the whole thing would have been totally shot, and I'd be like, well, it goes in the trash. But yeah. you know, it, it's sometimes you know you you see these shows that we produce for you because we want to entertain you or or educate you and. Like oh that's cool. Like man, somebody spent hours and hours and hours doing that for you to make it look like that, you know. <laughs> Especially Joe, because your shows are always so great. Mike said, "I'm lousy reading aloud." Well, Mike, the first time I had to do something for Joe for beneath, I did it. It took me fifty takes before <laughs> I was satisfied with it because I'd start and I'd, I'd I'd mess up the intro and I'd you know swear like you know a sailor <laughs> and then I'd start it again fifty some takes. I'd like to I'd like to have some of those takes if you oh, want. Oh no, I, yes. I love them. I, <laughs> and, and let me, I, let me... Let me tell you, I've been doing this for three and a half years, right? And I do I do segments on the show where I talk and things like that, and. And I'm always doing multiple takes. It's just it, it's it's the perfectionist in me, or I don't know what you call it, but it, it's the idea that I just want to do it right, and it never comes out perfectly. So, and I don't want to splice it together. I hate when I have to splice it together. That's when when I yeah. go, and at at some point I do yep. that because I I go fuck it. I'm not going to spend any more time on this than I need to, right? I mean, but but I was blown away that I did it so well after Katie. I was like, when I finished, I'm like, holy crap. What a take. No, Mickey's Mickey's here. He says he's so sorry, everyone. (laughs) Mickey, I I think we we definitely should do something, Mickey. I don't think the the whole solid day will will be, will practically work, but I think we should do something where we where we just stack them on top of each other throughout the week and just get a lot of content for people every night. I think that'd be cool. Uh, but I just wanted to just, just Mickey. We're not trying to pick on you. Man. We're just trying to work this out in our heads. Yeah. And, and I'm used to live TV like this. And I used to work in it, not in front of the camera, but I used to work in a newsroom. So, and I have, you know, done the microphone and had to edit that stuff. That was way back when I was younger. <laughs> so, although, although so I have, have I noticed, have appreciation of both. Have noticed though that doing these live shows as often as you have, that your ratio has gone way down. Sure, you yeah. naturally filter out the uh, the, uh, the weird pauses. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> I, my my whole family, my 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 even my wife. My wife and my kids mock my podcaster voice. I've been told I have a really nice voice, but then they're like, oh, yes, we'll just talk nice and slow like this. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. I, want, I just want people to understand me, you know? <laughs> the jerks. I personally think for you, that's, a, that's, that's what makes your stuff really great. Like the Raven, when you, when you were doing the – Hi everybody. This is Jason Babel, and uh, you're listening to the Raven. And I'm like, whoa, whoa! Take that, take that family. 
<laughs> oh goodness. goodness. No, it's cool. I, I, I like the, I, I, you know, you, you have, you have, a, you have a face for radio and a voice for loving. So I, I like what? <laughs> uh, oh goodness guys you remember when you did the the show in the middle of the night last night and i came on with no clothes on <sighs> oh that good was times just a dream it's just a dream don't look at our channel <laughs> oh my lord Man, you guys are crazy. Authors I, did, are crazy. I, did, I did, I did, I did notice you guys did really good numbers on that show. So I'm like, I'm like thinking to myself, am I missing? Am I missing out on a on a midnight crowd or, or what? We might, we might have to do some more regular, just you know, night with uh, or something. Maybe we'll do a collaboration, Joe. Thank you, Regine. I I appreciate that. Yeah, my family just sucks. That's all it is. <laughs> they just really suck. <laughs> No, Jason, you have a good voice. I still want to get you to, to be the narrator for my, my asset series. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, dude, yeah, you should be doing more of that, for sure. We, we, we had a team set up, and then... I mean, you have, you have a, not only do you have the voice, but you have the setup there. You, you've got a nice setup. You've got a great... <laughs> It's so I'm much work. Guys. Going, oh, I don't need this pressure. <laughs> it's so much work. I yeah, it's a lot of work. Oh, you know, my gosh. I think that's another thing that people don't realize about audiobooks is for every hour that they're speaking, they're really speaking two hours. Yeah. yeah. So, and people don't realize that that's, that's what it takes to make these things. These things, these things are a lot of construction. There's, there's, there's controlling, there's exercises you have to do to control your breathing and your voicing and, I mean, for real strong pod, for real strong podcasters, and for for really good audio narrators, that is a craft, and it's something that they have to do, right? So well, uh, people don't realize all, how much all about that control. That yeah, my my favorite narrator is booked until I think August um, this year. So she's going to do Winter's Heart in August. I said I will wait for you. Because you're that good. <laughs> narrator is so, so worth it. I'm loving the lady that I'm working with for the uh, um, Little Werewolf series. Brain fart for a second there. Uh, she's Her voices are great. And yeah. she really gives each one individual you know, personality to it. And apparently I'm one of her easy clients because I love everything that she's done so far. So I haven't any like, pickiness at all. I've been like, yes, this is good. Go with it. Yeah, and, I, and I know how to, I know how to, you know, review books because doing film editing, you have to write down where it, where the error is, you know, like everything. So all of that stuff that I, you know, did years ago, I'm like, okay, here's where the mistake is. This is where you did it. This is what it should say. And I send it back and she's like, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> not, not a random, in chapter five, you say this. Oh, no, timestamp, timestamp. Yep. Oh. Rebecca. Thing for audio people. If hey, you're same thing. Books, do the timestamp oh their errors. Yeah. The yep. same thing for formatting. If somebody goes in chapter three, there's a period. I'm like, where? Give me a yeah. page number. Give me a sentence. Right. Just tell me random. I'll never find it. Exactly. It, Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca, post a post a line or two from uh, from one of those stories you were just talking about, and I read it for you in a minute. Um, but but yes, that reviewing an audiobook. You, you've got to be really smart about that because otherwise your producer has no idea what the hell is going on at all. But so, yeah, using those timestamps, learning the language so you actually know how to speak with them a little bit. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I'll be the first to admit it. I was a dick to my narrator for, for Amongst the Killing. Oh, I, was, no. I, was, I was a real pain in the ass. And I, I never thought I was one of those guys, but I turned out to be one of those guys with the narrator. Rare and and he kept he kept going he he was so he was so accommodating he was so he was so gracious about everything and then at, at some point he put his foot down and said you got to stop you got to stop giving me changes you got to stop giving me edits this is bullshit you're you're just scared let me do my thing I promise I'll, I'll take care of you and when he said that I stopped and yeah I'm very very happy with the way he came out so that's good that's good it's. It's tough to um, to let go of control like that because you know you've you and, and it's the exact reason you know everybody always asks me because I am so ingrained in film 
everybody asks me when am I going to make my book into a movie, and this this is the exact reason why I'll never make it into a movie because I'm going to have to give up control to somebody, and the story was that in my head, and I got it out of my head. I don't need to get back into that headspace ever again. Uh, somebody else can take it and run with it and can and can do whatever they want to it. And I'm okay with that. You know, as long as you pay me, I'm I'm good. Just give me some money, I'm good. You can take it and run with it. But I will never make my book into a movie and any of my books because you don't. The other thing that people don't realize is how much time it really takes to make these things come out of your head and make them onto the page, right? And I mean, we all understand that. But but it becomes this this labor of love that. If I wanted, if I if I was going to do that story as a movie, I would have made it as a movie. I wouldn't have done it as a book. But novels are novels, and movies are movies. So, yeah. and people think that writing takes a long time. Making a single scene, a, a yeah. single five-second sequence of <laughs> film, is an incredible how, amount of labor. How, how, how long did you spend on your trailer? Which is probably what ninety seconds. Probably three months. Yeah, <laughs> but and you know, fantastic. and it and it shows. It's fantastic. <clears throat> well, you know, and I'm I am definitely not. Oh, oh wait, hang on. I've got to do a reading here for okay. Rebecca. But you know, and I am I am just an an amateur guy working on my little computer. But you know, I had so much fun with it. You know. Okay. All right. This is from one of the books from Rebecca's Mandy series. It was some time before either one of them was ready to move. When Kurt did roll off to lay beside her, Mandy felt suddenly cold. She rolled over with him and snuggled up on his chest. He wrapped his arms around her and held her tight. I'm sorry I got so rough with you. I shouldn't have done that. I'm not sure what came over me. Mandy laughed and ran her hand up his chest to his shoulder. I'm the one that should be apologizing. You're bleeding. That's it. That was that was the whole thing. <laughs> <sighs> I also read that on, you read that on the fly. I bet you if you if you absorbed it and taken time with it, it would have been a lot dirtier, which oh, is yeah. what I think Rebecca was hoping for. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it was. <laughs> well, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen. That is, no, 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 no. Rebecca's still sending more. It's not going to happen, lady. <laughs> you better go talk to your husband about that. <laughs> well, it has been a lovely hour chatting with some of my favorite people here. And I am talking about you, Mr. Joe Compton. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what are we, chopped liver? Wait, 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 what? Is it? <laughs> There's other people here, Jason? What, what, what did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there anything that anybody wants to plug before we go? I mean, I've got my book, A Flutter of Darkness, out, available from Three Furies Press, 15 yeah, Dark I'll, Tales. I'll, I'll, I'll plug my books, I guess. Uh, yeah, do it. And we the more majority crime thrillers, if anybody's interested. Also, immediately following here, we're headed over, migrating over to my channel and doing Joe's Bar. Uh, everybody's welcome to hang out. We're going to go until we can't go no more, so... Um, you know, come over and hang out, and if you feel like you gotta go take a nap and then come back, we'll probably still be there. I don't know, maybe we'll see. But um, yeah, come over to our channel and 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 check that out. Uh, go indie now. So. Spindle comes out this week. Yeah, oh. Spindle. Book in the in the um, Fractured Fairy Tale series. And then in you know mid March we had the trilogy set of uh, beneath between and beyond come out. So that was such a fun series. It was, uh, I want to write. It was a good. <laughs> we we have to write something. We we need to. I want to to find how we can merge the act world in there because I'm like really into the set headspace right now. Well, I sent you that cover <laughs> that could go with the werewolf series. <laughs> Don't you that? Was that the cover that I said I had originally wanted? Yes. Yeah, we got to make that work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she, she found. I found. She always finds the best covers. Cover. 
And she bought a cover that I had looked at a while ago and was debating just buy and hold on to. And when I, I thought, oh my God, that's the cover. I want it. And she's like, we can use it for a co-authored piece. <laughs> I love it. I'm so bad that way. You guys are such a good team. <laughs> Devil and Devil's Advocate. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> oh, we know who the I'm devil the advocate, is. right? I'm the advocate. <laughs> no. uh, well, be, before we sign off, guys, I do want to ask you, um, how was my connection tonight? It was very good. good. It was good? Okay. Yes. Good. Yes. I, I didn't have any weird lag stuff going on. I don't think so. No. Excellent. That's what I wanted to hear. I said, I'm, I am hardwired in, which is really weird. And oh, you know, speaking of not doing things right the first time, somebody said that earlier, look up at the ceiling. Um, Joe, Joe, the ceiling. Yes. Ah! Look at, you'll notice there's actually two holes. Uh, since the first one didn't go where, where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> but I, I did get it in the end. <laughs> I, I, had to, I, I had to be on this show for a reason, and now it just came true. I now have figured, finally, finally seen the ceiling. And I well, now yeah. know you're looking at nothing. <laughs> well, there's there's also, you see, right right behind the, the laptop here, there's, there's also that screen. Sometimes I have Facebook on there. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Creative Edge for sponsoring this show, making it happen. Um, and thank you for everyone who's been uh, commenting. Really, you guys make it so much more fun because we can we can laugh at everything you're saying. So until <laughs> next week, or if we set something up with Mickey to do a bunch of readings, until next time, um, stay safe, stay healthy, stay inside. See you later. Take it easy.